everybody to another fantastic episode of the Every Pokemon Episode Ever podcast. I am one of your hosts, Professor Chris G, and on the other line with me is the man that is the, the number one person in my ranking system when it comes to friends. It's good old Dougie Fresh. Dougie, my man, how are you doing? No, I'm good. I'm, I'm excited to be back for another episode this is a this is a very exciting episode to talk about because it was a very exciting episode to watch um yes and uh i just i feel like master journeys has come out of the box hot so oh and it's gonna if you think this is good i mean it's just gonna get get even better bro oh sweet yes so Today, we are doing episode 1138, and it's called Trials of a Budding Master, or translated from Japanese, um, Kamanaji's Great Trial, and it premiered in Japan January 15th, 2021, and here in the States, September 10th, 2021. So, this episode is a fucking banger bro yes yes not to be confused with bang bros because wwe got in trouble with that a while back yeah 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 they they couldn't do that they were they were going to have a major lawsuit and they they did not want to get have a lawsuit when it comes to something of that brand so they're like let's just change the name well especially after they initially called uh Becky, Charlotte, and Paige's group, uh, the uh, Submission Sorority, which. <laughs> That's a whole nother show. <laughs> right. So, I mean, you know. But today's episode is literally a full battle. And what we mean by that is it's a full fucking battle. And yeah, I, I mean, there's there's barely an opening. <laughs> they literally go from head to head with a battle but that being said i do we we do have a little bit of homework to do so if you're listening to this episode thank you because uh, most likely you're listening to this on patreon unless you waited the good month that we took off but we're giving away the free trial on on our patreon for new subscribers which is awesome because it's something Patreon's doing that people can test before they they take the plunge to come on. And I, I have a big feeling if you listen to our show on a weekly basis, this is a good step for you, right, Doug? Yeah, I this this is a this is a win win. You know, you can you can take advantage of some of our stuff that. You know, we have behind a paywall. You can complete some. You can complete some content. Um, this is literally as low risk as you can get. Yes. So, thank you for listening to us on Patreon. If you're listening to us on the free feed, thank you for coming back after our month long break. We decided to take a little bit of a break on the free feed to get. A lot of you caught up because one thing I am learning about looking at the numbers of our podcast 
is a lot of you are behind on our show because we have such an extensive backlog and so many episodes that we have gone over. So we thank you for for listening and we're giving you a chance to catch up. So go ahead, catch up, and then you can be one of our lucky listeners that listens to us on a weekly basis that have listened to every single episode. Yeah. Yeah. Which would just about qualify you to host this damn thing. I know, for real. So that being said, we do have a few different tiers on Patreon. And we haven't we haven't plugged Patreon in a while, but we have a guest tier spot. And we have just your regular month in advance, which at this point, if you're listening to us on the free feed, there's more than a month's worth up up on Patreon. So I believe this that would be like six or seven extra episodes that you're not hearing right now that's mm-hmm. right over on Patreon that they can go back and listen to. Yeah. So. But, all right. But that, that was just a little bit of homework that I wanted to get done, bro. Um, what's new with you? What's new with me? Um, what's new with me? Well, nothing really, I don't think. No, I mean, we finally have really nice weather. We're, we're in the stages of having 80 and 90 degree weather on a regular basis now. Yeah, tomorrow, um, uh, which is, uh, June 2nd in, in, uh, in real time and, you know, irrelevant for those of you that are hearing this, unless you're on Patreon. Uh, Patreon. Um, tomorrow's gonna suck. Oh, why? It's gonna be that? like it's gonna be like ninety two, ninety three. Oh, that's good. I mean, it's gonna be hot, but I mean, luckily, luckily, I'll be in the office getting work done most of the day, so I'll be in nice air conditioned. Then, then leave and have the whole rest of the day to just kind of just chill. Yeah, well, I mean, and I, I like, you know, I like the idea of, you know, getting, getting a nice sweat going and then maybe taking a, a lukewarm shower. Maybe I've, I've kind of soured on the whole cold shower thing. I've done that a few times and it, I don't feel like I get as clean. I don't <laughs> care if that's TMI. You clicked on this. Um, <laughs> yeah, but but... I mean, I don't know. It's just, it's uncomfortable because, like, I feel like I can't have, and I mean, I know this is first world problems, but once again, you clicked on it. I can't have my window open when it's this hot because I got sun coming directly in. True. I, I'm, well, I, I say window open. I mean my shade up. I have to put the shade down, which means I have to have my light on, which I don't love. I mean, I don't do it all day. I don't. I turn it on about three o'clock, but I don't know. This is uh, welcome to the Doug's gonna bitch program. <laughs> you bitch when it's cold, and you bitch when it's hot. Yeah, I'm just I'm I'm, I'm like freaking um, Goldilocks. <laughs> Your Goldilocks. This bed is too hard. This bed is too soft. This bed would be just right if it wasn't so fucking hot. <laughs> oh. 
Oh man, I I should I should sound clip that. That's funny. No, I don't. You don't think we need to be doing that? <laughs> I don't I don't give my consent? Oh, you're already being recorded, so your consent is already given. Yeah, welcome to 2023. <laughs> but um, you ready to jump on into this episode, bro? Well, now hold on a second. What's new with you? <laughs> What is new with me? Um, yeah, see, it's not so easy, is it? Not too much. Um, I might be in the process of getting an electric car. Um, really? Yes. So we have been watching a friend's car um, for, <laughs> for a while now. I might be purchasing that car from them. So we have to we have to feed it and water it and take it for walks and. Yes. <laughs> so, um, I might be. This isn't the car. This isn't the car that you and I have talked about. Um, it might or might not be. I can't remember. We talk about a lot of stuff. We do talk about a lot of stuff. Um, let's see. I recently purchased some wrestling tickets, and we're gonna we're gonna go to some wrestling shows, and you're going to one of those shows, and. Um, so I'm pretty excited about that. My birthday's coming up. So, um, people on the free feed, um, they, yeah, they're not going to get an episode during my, during my birthday, but my birthday was last month. If you're listening to this on the free feed and, um, as of, as of this recording, um, I am having a murder mystery party. So that's as of this recording. Yes. As of this recording. So, what does that mean? I have no idea. <laughs> Take it for what it is. Uh, but as of this recording, uh, unless plans change for whatever fucking reason, I'm gonna get a. I'm gonna get a text. Week of it's a luau now. <laughs> You're like the fuck it is. <laughs> so like, well, I got a Hawaiian shirt. Fuck it. <laughs> for real. So. But, as of this recording. Uh, yes, as of this recording. So, but um, but yeah, that's about it, all that's good with me and new with me these days. I don't, I don't really have anything else that I'm willing to broadcast on the podcast, at least for right now. <laughs> so, so yeah, <laughs> that's that's what's new with me. Are you are you ready to jump on into this episode? I'm just trying to uh, to pad this out a little bit because I feel like once we get going, and I mean I know this is probably probably the kiss of death, but I I legitimately feel like once we get going, there's not going to be like a there's not going to be many chances for quote unquote breaks in the action. True. Um, I don't really know what 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 else would you want to talk about, Doug? Uh, nothing that we can talk about, so. <laughs> yes. So, that being said, <laughs> <laughs> you ready to dive into this this week's episode, bro? Oh, fuck, fuck, real quick, fuck it, because I know you haven't, <laughs> I know you haven't yet. What's for dinner once we're done? <laughs> Lasagna. Ooh. Yes. It's going to put you right out. Oh, yeah, and I'm planning on it. <laughs> Got a, I got a big sandwich waiting for me. Ooh, from Subway? 
I, well, it's a Walmart deli. Ooh, okay. Yeah, so it's probably a little bigger than Subway. Nice. Is it cold, yeah. cold or warm? It's a cold sandwich. Ooh. Is it, is, uh, it, is it a lot of meat? Like, yeah, it's like all American. It's like ham and cheese and there might be some turkey and some... Might be some salami in there. There's a couple packets of mustard. I've got some hot sauce. I'm I'm set up. That sounds delicious. So but um okay. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that line again yet. So that being said, are you um when it comes to Pokemon, because we have one more episode that we're doing before we do our Poke Break and we invite good old Grant back onto our our podcast. Um, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, I feel like they've kind of dropped the ball recently. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean... We have to wait so long for this DLC. We're not getting the first DLC for this game until fall. And well, and I've I've kind of put the game down so I could play Zelda, and Zelda is taking up a lot of my time now. Well, and that was going to be my argument, right? Because they figure if you have a Switch and you've got one, you've more than likely got the other. So rather than try to divert people's attention, I mean, obviously, if you don't care about Zelda and you're a Pokemon fan, you're just going to play your Pokemon and you're just going to be fine. But everybody and their mother's talking about Zelda. Yes, because it's you such know, a great game. This game and, is and, awesome. And that's what I've heard. I've heard nothing but, you know, this might be one of the best games ever. Know how they improved on Breath of the Wild, but they did it. Um, you know, everybody's sharing their screenshots of stuff they've crafted on Twitter, and people are being super creative. And you know, they're they're talking about you know the pick up and play like ability of it, and it's, it's the game is really good, and it's. A really big open world you can literally pick up anything and mesh it together and create a weapon in the game like you can make a weapon literally out of anything you can take twigs in this game and create freaking weapons it is amazing so i mean you know if ever if they know that once you know zelda dropped that's where everybody was going to go why would you try to counter-program your own system by dropping Scarlet and Violet DLC? To counter Zelda? But, wh- but why? It's a, I mean, I understand, you know... I understand it's not necessarily the same company, but you're kind of playing for the same team. I mean, yes and no, but at the same time, you're... You're putting out DLC content in the fall and winter. Those are two seasons back to back. You're going all summer. All summer on a game that was released last year. I mean, I feel you. And it's you just, know, I, I just think it's too long. 
I well, and way, I think it's way too long, and they shot themselves in the foot. How do you mean they shot themselves in the foot? I think that Pokemon had such they they had everybody talking about about Scarlet and Violet because it was the first quote unquote open ro- world Pokemon game. You can do anything. You can go anywhere. You can catch whatever Pokemon you want. It had an extensive storyline, and the storyline extended after you um, defeated the Pokemon League. And you can do so much in this game. And um, even the mechanisms of catching certain Pokemon, they made it harder to get other Pokemon. And we we went through all this stuff, and then the game just stops. And we gotta wait. And we gotta wait. And most places that have DLC, like Mario, for instance, like you like when you get Mario Kart. They brought out DLC content within two months of having Mario Kart. And they were steady bringing out updates and DLC. For for wrestling, you get wrestling, you get a new DLC like every two or three weeks mm-hmm. in, until, until all the DLC content is out. They, you don't wait six, seven months to bring out your DLC. You have that shit already ready and you put it out. You ain't wrong. So I just think that they could have planned this out just a little bit better. They could have had a drip feed of content instead of, because it sounds like they're just going to wait and it's going to be like, bang, DLC. Yep. And you're going to hope that that's enough to draw people back in a game. Like, legitimately, when, how long has it been since you picked it up? Like, seriously. Uh, what, Scarlet and Violet? Yeah. Um, it's been two months. Yeah, see, so it, it's already been two months for you, and the DLC isn't coming out until, um, did you say August? They said fall. Fall, so that could be anywhere from August to fucking November. Yes. Yeah, that's not the best strategy. Exactly. You see, you, you see my dilemma, right? Like, it, it, it makes no sense to me. So, but now that we got that out and my frustration with, <laughs> with the Pokemon game, are you ready to dive into this week's episode? I think so. <laughs> Have we extended the episode enough for you? Oh, fuck off, first of all. Um, um, I mean, yeah, I mean, well, like I say, I don't see us stopping down. So, I mean, I I feel like once we hit, once we go, we're going to go and that's going to be it. Okay, well, how about I start the episode and when the battle starts, I'll just steamroll through the battle and we have nothing else to go on after and we finish this episode in five minutes. Okay. No, I, I was joking. joking. Oh, damn. <laughs> um, also, and I, I, I hear this is good practice, even though we've been in the podcasting world since 2000, what, 2014? So if you like our show, people, please like, share, and give us a five-star review 
on any platform that you are listening to our show on because it will help the show and help more people find our show. So go ahead and leave us a nice little five-star review. So I, yeah. I, I, I hear if you say that on the podcast, people go in and they'll leave you a five-star review, Doug. We've been, and we were doing that when we started, but then we, we got so busy putting stuff out and doing that that we got... Yeah, we kind of let the admin slip. Yeah, we did. But, but, we were, we and we still are pretty popular in the Pokemon world, where we didn't have to. It was basically people finding us from word, from word of mouth, because when you look up Pokemon Podcasts, we're on those lists now of Pokemon Podcasts of top recommended, because we are steadily putting out content. Right. So, all right, everybody. So we start this week's episode, and we are watching this on Pokemon TV on Poke- watch.pokemon.com, everybody. But um, or or Netflix if you want to be extra. Yes, yes, because the copy that they have over on Pokemon.com is the Netflix rip. They literally yeah. the Netflix rip and set, and at the beginning it goes. A Netflix presentation or whatever the fuck it says. Yeah, all you're missing is the dun dun. Yep. So we start off with um, finding out that Go and Ash are friends and that they are on an adventure filled journey through the world of Pokemon, like they say at the beginning of every single episode. And we we start off by. Um, the narrator's actually going through um, the coronation for this tournament. And the coronation for this tournament is people from around the world are battling each other. And there's a ranking system where the winner of all of these battles will go all the way down to be able to face the best Pokemon trainer in the world at this point, Leon. Leon and his Charizard, you get a nice little view of Charizard versus Gyarados where Leon's battling another trainer and then he wins it and he does his signature pose with his fingers in the air and we go back and we see Ash and um, he is battling all these other trainers which, which took place in the previous season that we did not cover but we will get back to that at some point. But these battles took place in the previous season. So we're seeing Ash being dominant, getting his butt kicked, and we're seeing other trainers fighting, and <coughs> Ash is just going through, and he's just dominating this tournament and just winning all these battles. And now we are beginning the episode, and Ash is number or he is ranked number 415. And Doug, that's when I bring this over to you, my brother. Right. <clears throat> so he's 415. And oh, he's talking about, you know, it's a long way, you know, challenge Leon. And then we automatically, <clears throat> pardon me. Then we see a shot of the sky and we see Pikachu jumping in and we hear Ash tell Pikachu to use Thunderbolt. And then we kind of widen out a little bit to see that Ash is training with his uh, P- with Pikachu, obviously, and his Gengar. 
and um, Gengar uses a move to kind of um, neutralize Pikachu and kind of knock it down, and then um, Ash's uh, Dragonite and Lucario. Ah, so Dragonite and Lucario go across the screen, and they're kind of going hand to hand. And then we see um, Farfetch is kind of off in a corner, uh, kind of meditating. And all of a sudden, he snaps to attention, swings his uh, leak, and picks up a big cloud of dust, and everybody stops. And you know, at, so the dust settles, and um, Farfetch is kind of staring off. He's like, her. And Ash. Kind of walks up and he's like, "Oh man, you're chomping at the bit. You're raring to go, aren't you?" And um, Arfish is like, "I'll show you raring to go." And he freaking um, takes his leak and he swings it and he picks Ash up and he just chucks him down. We see another cloud of dust and Ash is like, "Oh boy, your power is really awesome." And um. Farfetch is like yes, and uh, Pikachu, you know, walks up. He's like, "Hey, man, cut the shit and go and Cinderace literally comes sliding into frame, and uh, Ash is like, you know, what's up and and um, me who is." You know, obviously familiar with the Canto. I'm going, the heck is, and then I kind of had to put myself in that headspace. I'm like, oh, this is obviously a different region, so maybe Geodudes are a little bit more rare. There's an outbreak. Yes. And he's like, and, you know, you've established, um, it goes. Uh, purpose is to catch one of everything. Yes, so one of every Pokemon imaginable. And then we see Geodude's little entry. I mean, we don't actually hear his description, but we see his little entry in the Pokedex, and we see that he's number seventy-four. And he's like, um, you know, once I get a Geodude, then I get a, Ga a Graveler, then I get a Golem, and. I'll be good to go and um Ash is like that's good shit and and he's like do you want to help me um go and find these Geodude and he's like alright <laughs> and then he looks at Farfetch and he's like this will be good for your training and, and Farfetch um, is ready uh, he, uh, obviously he's ready I mean he, he pretty much body slammed Ash you know, five seconds ago. And then we get the intro, which why isn't there a skip button? <laughs> and and now we are where we are in what looks to be kind of like a ruins area, like a real deserted, rocky area. And um, they look off into the distance and there is a rock <laughs> tunnel. And goes like, oh, that's it. He's like, that's where the Geodude outbreak is. But where? So I, I want to preference this 
by they're, they're talking about a Geodude outbreak. So in the newest Pokemon game, there's what they call outbreaks where um, when an outbreak is happening of a specific Pokemon, you can go to that area and you can catch a massive amount of that Pokemon. And it will help get your scores up. It will help get your um, experience up. And the more that you collect, you can get a collector's badge and all that um, type of good stuff in the Pokemon game. So th in a way, this is a way for them to advertise the video game. Well, yeah. And the entire episode episode is kind of an advertisement because, I mean, we'll see, but the way... The way the main storyline of this episode kind of just kind of happens is kind of like when you're walking, you know, when you first get into a town, it's like, oh, you know, somebody saw you out of the corner of their eye from way across the map. Yep. And you're stuck. Like, I don't want to battle bug catcher number six. I want to keep moving. <laughs> so. But, um. But yes, so they are they are looking around and Go is like kind of disappointed. He's like, oh, there's not even one Geodude. He's like, maybe they all moved already. And Cinderace and um, Sabo is looking around and they're, they're like, huh? Nope, nope, don't see it. And then we ship over to Farfetch'd. And Farfetch is just over here, just wrecking rocks with his leech, and he, and it's just whack, 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 and it's like Farfetch, 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 and it's just breaking rocks like freaking crazy. And um, at one point, the rocks um start flying towards Ash, Go, Cinderace, and Sable, and it looks like the rocks are about to impel our heroes. Until Cinderace just jumps up and is like, I got this. Let's play soccer. And it goes up and just kicks all the rocks out of the way. And Go is like, man, oh, that was cool. And Ash walks over. He's like, man, are, hey, are, are, are you guys all right? And Go is like, yeah, thanks a, thanks a lot to Cinderace. And Cinderace is like, yeah. And he Ash looks down at Farfetch and he's like, man, Come on, Farfetch, you have to be a lot more careful than that. And Farfetch is like, don't tell me what to do. And it just puts its leech on its back. It's like, I'm just try over here trying to train since somebody won't train with me. And it, yeah. just, and, and it just starts walking away. And as it walks away, it sees another pile of rocks and it takes its leech. And it's like, ha, ah. and it starts to concentrate. It closes its eyes. And um, go go looks over. He's like, man, it looks like Farfetch's training is really coming along. And Ash is like, yeah, but how are you doing? And goes like, man, I don't see a Geo dude anywhere at all. And it's at this point we go back to Farfetch, and Farfetch jumps into the air and hits a whole bunch of rocks. And when it hits the rocks. Out comes Geodude. Geodude just starts barreling out from the rock. And now there it is. Doug, take it from here, my brother. Yeah, and I mean, you want to talk about some game shit. Like, Geodude just says, like, here I am. And, you know, and Ash is like, there's one. And 
know, Geodude comes a tumbling out, and then freaking Go just goes the Ash Ketchum route and just throws a Pokeball like immediately, and <laughs> it just catches it. You know, it gets him, and I mean, I guess you could rationalize it as the the attack that Farfetch'd used to break into the rocks in the first place stunned Geodude, because he did just kind of come flying out. He didn't, like, it's not like Geodude, like, poked his head out and going, what the hell's going on around here? Like, he come, he came flying out with the rest of the debris. So, I mean, I guess he was kind of, you know, off his mark. And... So Go catches Geodude, and he's like, I got a Geodude, and Cinderace is like, that's good shit, and Samba's like, I'm here too. And, and then we do get the, we we do finally get the Rotom definition of Geodude, which of course we know that Geodude's a rock Pokemon, he's a rock and ground type. And then um, Geodude's mostly habitate in um mountain paths and and it gets angry when it's stepped on which who doesn't um (laughs) did you think that that was a stupid line (laughs) i mean why would you step on a rock (laughs) liberally yeah you're not wrong i mean it's you know stupid so the the Rotom's like, so you best stay out of these areas unless you want to catch one. So like I don't like, are you supposed to wait for them to come to you? Like, that's not good Pokemon, you know, hunting. And I was like, we got a new friend, and everybody's like, that's good shit. And um, go thanks Farfetched, and Ash comes along. He's like, well, I guess that worked out, which is basically. A, a perfect summation of his whole strategy as a Pokemon trainer. Well, it'll work out eventually. And Farfetch just walks off like, I'm just going to go smash these rocks and this rock and this. I mean, he's just going full Jean-Claude Van Damme. And, um, goes like, his power really is amazing. And Ash is like, yeah, my Farfetch is working his way to become a leak master. And um, Go kind of looks and he's like, what the heck is a Leak Master? And um, he says, Farfetch's goal is to master every type of move Leak. So basically, a Leak Master, you could simplify it as Farfetch wants to become an expert swordsman. It wants, and, to, it wants to be the best that it can be with its leak. And then Ash, you know, tries to come in and 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 take some credit for everything that Farfetch'd is doing, and he's like, I'm going to help. And he puts his hand on Farfetch's shoulder, and Farfetch, Farfetch gets a look in his eye and kind of gives him the side eye, and he's like, fuck you, and he... He's like, you just yelled at me. Ha, he, bow. <laughs> he freaking, I mean, he freaking Barry Bonds them. And uh, Ash goes tumbling. He goes in, him and Pikachu go into a mountain. Yes. And um, Pikachu's eyes, I don't believe Pikachu's eyes have ever been this big. Because um, it, it had no idea what to think 
And it was like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> and he's like, that move has a lot of power, all right. And Pikachu's just like, that fucking hurt. <laughs> and um, I was like, no shit, a leak master. And Farfetch is like, ha, ha, ha. And then Ash, you know, dusts himself off and they get down from the cliff. And this is when Ash gets alert that he has been challenged to a rankings battle. And Ash is like, huh. And, and he's looking we hear from off in the desk because <laughs> I would assume you got to be within a certain range. I mean, you just can't challenge somebody a whim you have to be able to like get to him within a certain amount of time yes so he's looking around and he goes um what is it fucking so so he he's looking around and then all of a sudden um this pokemon comes out of the woodwork and just starts crushing stuff, and and it's at this point at um this this guy he sees the farfetch and he goes over. He's like, oh 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 wow wow look at this farfetch and he goes and he just starts rubbing all over this farfetch, and farfetch is getting irritated, and Ash walks over and he's like, um, sir, um. It, Hey, excuse me. And Farfetch is like, "Will you stop touching me?" <laughs> and it takes this big old leak, and it goes over to hit um, this trainer. And then this Pokemon, who we don't know who he is yet, um, goes over and blocks the attack. And him and Farfetch kind of meet eyes. And then um, Ash looks over and he's like, "Farfetch, are you okay?" And this is when we find out that the Pokemon's name is Gerdur. And it's a muscly type Pokemon. And it has a big old, what are those things called? Barbells? Uh, a steel girder. Steel girder. It's holding a big old red steel girder. And this trainer is like, man, I have been watching you. Your Farfetch breaks up rocks really well with that leak. And you know what? And um, Ash is like, he's like, well, your girder um, is pretty good um, at handling that steel beam. Okay, I guess they're calling it a steel beam. And he's steel. Like, well, yeah, I guess technically, if the Pokemon's called girder, I guess it would be confusing to say he's carrying a, a girder. Or so yeah, okay, fair enough. <laughs> so, and the trainer is like, oh, you got that right. He's like, there's only one thing to do now. You're in the great class, aren't you? And Ash is like, you know what? I sure am. You too, mister. <laughs> and this, he's like, call me Dozer. We worked up hard to build our, our fames into top shape, which makes us as trained up as you can get. And him and Gerder are sitting here and they're get, getting ready for their pose and they do their little muscly and they're like it's time to battle 
And then all of a sudden, the little Rotom referee comes flying into frame. And by the way, Doug, this Rotom referee is in every single Pokemon battle. So um, it, it, it basically is there to be the referee to, say, to see who wins so that the class goes either up or down. How can it be in every battle? Surely there's other battles going on right now. Yes, there's a bunch of them. So there's a bunch, I see. There's a bunch of these Rotom little helicopter referees. Little drones. Yeah, they're drones. So, um, You know who this trainer sounds like, don't you? Who does he sound like? Macho Man. Yeah, he does. Yes, he does. You know, I just watched an episode of Dexter's Laboratory, and I, I, I just had it on in the background, and... Um, the Macho Man was in one of those episodes. Oh no shit! Yeah, I had no idea he was in a wrestling. He was in a wrestling episode for. Do you remember in Dexter's Laboratory where they used to have those, um, like one-offs, like with like a little monkey, and he was like a little monkey superhero. Yes. Yes. So the monkey um, was wrestling um, a bad guy wrestler, and the bad guy wrestler was played by the Macho Man. That's cool. I did not know that. Yeah, neither did I. I was like, I was, I was, I was sitting here just working, and then all of a sudden I heard, "Oh yeah!" And I was like, and I was like, "Oh, that's the macho." <laughs> I was like, "Good like stuff." I, they're like, "I know that that voice." <laughs> so, so the Rotom comes um, over into frame, and it's like you have been approved for an official Pokemon World Coronation Series Great Class battle Jiminy cricket was at a mouthful <laughs> well yeah i mean they they, they want to make sure it's official though it's official <laughs> it is official and he's like the challengers today we have ash ketchum versus dozer each of you is allowed to use one pokemon and we'll both challengers please bring out your pokemon and it's that and the, the rotom counts down he's like three two one and it's at this time that each trainer just throws out a random pokemon and they cannot switch out their pokemon at all during the battle they have to win with this pokemon so if you throw out a pokemon and you're at a disadvantage you better have something up your sleeve but um ash um sends out farfetched and dozer sends out his uh, his girder and from this point doug i'm going to hand the bar over to you my brother so which you know this is the first time ash is seeing this pokemon so of course and i don't i don't fault him i mean i brought it up you know i was gonna i was gonna dig at him because of course ash can't see a new pokemon without throwing out his or, or taking out his uh, Rotom phone, but this one is advantageous because he's about to battle this thing. <clears throat> so we find out that Girder is a, a muscular Pokemon, which, no shit. Um, he's a fighting type. And we find out that Girder is really handy with... Um, see? Now? God damn it. <laughs> on, on the freaking on on the freaking um rotom entry they call that a girder yes 
It is because that's what. It oh, is. what the fuck are we doing here? <laughs> so yes, we find out that Girder is is very not, very good at wielding his Girder. Damn. Just I see why they said. I see why they said steel beam now. Um. And um, although it excels at demolition, oh, actually, I take it back. This is go. With his Rotom phone, so I I take it back just a little bit, not a lot, but a little bit. Um, and we find out that Girder excels at demolition, but he struggles with construction. So he can tear shit down, but but building that's a no go. Um, probably don't know this off the top of your head, but I it just popped into mind, and I I'm gonna put it out there. Back in black and white. Ash and company were walking and they passed a construction site. Okay. And a Pokemon had a steel beam. It was not a girder. I forget. Yeah, and I don't even, I can't even point you to the right episode. Yeah, I I would have to look, look it up and, and see. Yeah, I can't, it, think, um, I can't think of it off the top of my head. Oh no, it wasn't. I take it. I take it back further. It wasn't. Um, it wasn't black and white. It was the. It was one of. It was. It was the, Ash finale, where they met the. They saw the Squirtle Squad. Um, and I mean, it's not relevant. I just. I just thought about it because it said you know. It can tear shit down, but it doesn't. It can't build. Um, but anyway, so the Rotom uh, calls for a start of the battle. And it looks like Girder is taking the first initiative, and he's swinging his steel beam, and he kicks up a cloud of dust. And Arfetch does the same with his leak, and and we've got wielding tornadoes. And high horsepower. Everybody's looking on, and um, Ash calls out for Farfetch to use Night Smash, Night Slash. I'm sorry. And Farfetch charges, and um, as you said, Dozer tells Girder to use high horsepower, and he's like glowing red Farfetch leaps in the air and brings down his leak and Girder catches the impact with his beam and they they I was going to say butt heads but that's not accurate they kind of collide kind of mid move and Farfetch gets launched into the um the cliff much like Ash did earlier and Girder lands and he's like that's That'll do with that. And then and, Ash calls for Nightshade again. And um, Dozer calls um, Godard to use Focus Blast. You good? Well, yeah, I just punched my desk for no reason. <laughs> um, so Arfest has a, has a head of steam. 
Uh, Girder's gonna meet it with a focus blast, and Farfetch leaches, leaps in the air and brings down his leak right square in between Girder's eyes. Girder gets knocked backwards into another pile. He gets knocked into the cliff. And then Ash tells Farfetch to use Fury Cutter and um wants Girder to God, I'm gonna don't, be glad when this episode. Don't, don't, Dozer calls for Girder to use another focus blast. And so Girder comes off of the wall with another focus blast. Farfetch catches it, and then comes out of the smoke, uh, out of the uh, dust. He brings down his leak again, and Girder catches it, and we've got like a little sword fight, and Girder's blocking all the moves. But Farfetch is just a swinging and a swinging, and I mean every every swing that Farfetch throws down is countered, and um goes like it looks like uh, Gerner knows what's coming, and no shit. I mean there you know and and Ash tries to sneak in a, a cheeky uh, night slash again. And Farfetch brings it down, and then this time Girder moves, and um, Dozer's kind of like, "Ha, I got you now." And Ash is like, "Stay on guard." And then um, Dozer tells Girder to use brutal swing, and the the beam just is this bright, gro- glowing red, and it just knocks freaking far-fetched in the next week and um flying into a cliff and then and nothing but smoke and we've got uh a random trainer question mark yes it's, it's kind of just looking on and um and then uh the the rotom um and it goes up and is kind of checking the situation because obviously he's the if, referee. Right, he's the referee and I wonder if he's if he's more of a WWE referee or an AEW referee because if he's an AEW referee he's going to let this thing go. <laughs> um and but Girder is over there. He seems to think the fight's over cuz he's like, "Hmm. You know, dealt with that little pesky bird." And Pikachu's kind of despondent. And then somehow or other, uh, Farfetch just blasts another bit of rocks. He He literally comes out of flames. Like, it's this big heroic moment. And it's like out of a friggin' martial arts movie. <laughs> He's and then a, we get the because he's freaking cool. Then we get the who's that Pokemon at probably the perfect time, and thankfully, it's a close up of the steel beam that Girder is holding, which of course means that it is Girder. Which I guess it could have been far fetched, yeah. but and I, I I guess this is as good a time as any. I said there wasn't going to be a lot of time for stopping down, but. They've presented us a break. Are we supposed to believe 
are we supposed to think that this is the same Farfetch that Ash saw in Kanto? Like, not the same one, but because it's a different color. No, this is he. He caught the. It's a Galarian Farfetch. I see. Yes. Okay. Cool. Yes. <clears throat> That's the reason that it looks different. Okay. Okay. I, I think you've mentioned that before. Uh, the Galarian uh, variations of Pokemon. Yes. Cool. So. Shit, I'm gonna pick up as we get further in here. <laughs> so we come back to the battle and we see that you know Farfetch'd and Girder are ready to go and the Rotom referee restarts and uh Ash tells Farfetch to use focus energy and and Farfetch'd is like ah and he he brings all his energy in and he's, he starts glowing orange. And Pikachu's like, oh, this is about to be some shit. And goes like, it looks like he's sharpened up. And um, Farfetch leaps into the air and he he um, he, he uh, spikes his leak into the ground. And a tremor starts to work its way towards Girder, and Girder like stops the progress with his beam, and we get another cloud of smoke. Dozer's like, and that, that's some power right there. <laughs> and <laughs> freaking Girder gives him the freaking rock. Just bring it. This is a wrestling ass episode if I've ever seen it. <laughs> and yes. Farfetch'd is like, how how dare you challenge me? And he goes charging off and Ash has to tell Farfetch'd, he's like, going head on isn't going to work, which fucking big talk coming from him. And, um, and then once again, we see that, that mysterious trainer and Ash is like, well, fuck it. I guess we'll try Night Slash again. And and Farfetch is like, I'm about 20 steps ahead of you. And Dozer's like, use Focus Blast. And Girder's like, pa. And um, he's like, fire. And he shoots his his blast, and it goes right over the top of um. Farfetch'd head into another pile of rocks, and then Farfetch is like, "Ah!" and he takes his, and we have like he goes and takes his leak and just jabs it into the back of Girder, which is kind of a cheap move. I'm not gonna lie. That's not a cheap um, move. It is. He's not looking. Yeah, he was. It, that that's his fault. He was too slow. So ah, fooey. So it's at this point. Ash is like, oh, man, that was cool. And so is going. He's like, all right. And Cinderace is like, oh, that's awesome. And Dozer looks over at his Gerder and he's like, oh, my gosh, Gerder got hit. And Gerder look, now looks frustrated. And Farfetch'd is like, ha, yeah, what about that? And then it's at this point, they, I love that they drew this in. So 
um, we get a close-up of both Farfetch feet and Gerder's feet. And they they kind of like motion like together as if they're like both focused and they're they're both taking their fighting stance and the music just immenses and both Farfetch and Gerder are just creeping towards each other. They're just creeping and creeping. And Ash is like, listen to me, keep it up and we can win this battle, Farfetch. And Gerder uh, or Dozer is telling Gerder, we wouldn't dare lose in a million years, which means that you're probably going to lose. <laughs> Foreshadowing. <laughs> Foreshadow. And Dozer's like, we came here to battle against some really strong opponents, and we're not going to lose today. And he's like, use bulk up, Gerder. And Gerder uses bulk up, and its muscles starts to like pulse out of its body. And Ash is like, on the juice. Yeah, he is. And um, Ash tells um, Farfetch to use focus blast. And I I don't know about you, but how many times are you gonna use the same fucking move in the same battle? It's Ash's mo. He finds one or two moves that work, and those are the moves he uses. So he tells Farfetch, "All right, Farfetch, focus blast!" And Farfetch jumps into the air, and then. All of a sudden, the focus blast is going all around its body like like um, Goku transforming into a Super Saiyan. And all of a sudden, you just, Ooh. See, you just see it. And then the focus blast kind of like goes into the body of Farfetch and he jumps down on the ground and, and he strikes a pose and Farfetch is like, I'm not going to lose this battle. So Farfetch and Gerder um their the power starts immensing out like of their auras yeah their auras just start coming out of their body and it just starts feeling um the battlefield and um dozer and ash is like all right brutal swing let's go and both farfetch and girder go in and they start using brutal swing and they swing, um, Gerder swings its steel beam, and Farfetch swings its leech, and they, they meet in the middle, and it's like a big sword battle. And they and they clink they clink up, and then from the clink, they separate. And Farfetch jumps back, and then Gerder jumps back, and they both swing again. And it's at this point, they're just missing, and they're missing each other just by like a slither of hair and they're just swinging back just like oh i missed jump back oh i missed jump back and ash is like we've got this brutal swing again farfetch and farfetch just jumps in and dozer is like a girder shouldn't lose a lose to a leak beat him back and girder um turns his beam bright red and Farfetch comes down and hits the steel beam with all its might and just um, bounces Farfetch back. And Farfetch wasn't, he wasn't expecting that. So he's just looking up and he's like, oh, that, that, that's all you got. And he just jumps straight back in, swings the leech again. And Gerder blocks it with the steel beam and they meet in the middle. And then the music just keeps going and they're swinging at each other. 
and they're swinging at each other and they're missing. And then Gerdur swings the steel beam down over at Farfetch and Farfetch jumps up and he jumps onto the steel beam and he and he starts running up the steel beam and Ash is like, bring the hammer down. Just like in wrestling, you you're you're right. This is like a wrestling episode. Wrestling ass <laughs> episode. And Farfetch goes right up and goes to hit hit him with the uh with the leech and Gerder blocks it with the steel beam. Doug, take it from here, my brother. And Dozer's like, ah, you want a strength test? Well, we'll we'll take that challenge. And then once again, we get another shot of the mysterious trainer who I. Spoiler alert, I do not believe is identified, which was, was a little frustrating watching this the first time. <laughs> um, and then, you know, they're stuck in the middle and they're kind of pushing and pulling. It's a give and take. And Hoser's looking on focused and Ash is focused. And Herder and Farfetch are like, and, you know, neither one of them is moving an inch. And I mean, this is... And then all of a sudden... Gerder's steel beam starts to crack. And freaking Dozer's like, oh my god. He's like, and then everybody gasps. And then Farfetch'd is like... Aah! And he separates. And then he just he brings down. And, he, and then Gerder's beam just completely disintegrates into two pieces and he takes the leak square right between the eyes and he gets knocked back and he you know he skids a little bit and then he, he um his muscles shrink down because of the effect of bulk up is obviously not effective because uh, Gerder, you know, he's he's out. He's got the, the classic Pokemon fainted eyes. Um, and Rotom comes over. And he makes it official. He says, Gerder is unable to battle. Farfetch'd is the winner. And, um... Dozer is mad. He's like, we lost. <laughs> and then, you know, we see the official victory screen for Ash... And he walks over, and Farfetch just says, hey, uh, uh, uh. And um, Dozer's over, and he's picking up uh, Gerder. And um, then we see Rotom says, as a result of today's battle, um, there was an, there's an immediate change in the series rankings. And... Um, the Rotom um, flies off and then Ash pulls out his Rotom and we see that he is now 381 so and Ash is like that's up there and I was like isn't that cool and um, <clears throat> Dozer's over there and he's like you know We'd still be in this. We're still in this thing. We've just got to go train harder. And, and Girder's sitting there and he's holding his steel beam in two pieces and he looks dejected. Yeah, he's like, he's like, what do you mean, we? <laughs> you, and, told, you told me to do the same attack over and over and over again. 
yeah, well, that's just about it, right? And <laughs> Dozer's like, don't worry, we're going to go get you another girder, because I just they can't help themselves. And um, he's like, in the meantime, use this. And he um, he takes his uh, pickaxe off his back. And Girder's kind of swinging it around. He's like, I could have done some damage with this. He's like, ah, he's like, ah, ah, ah. And he strikes a pose. Um, Farfest is like, yeah, well, this leak still kicked your ass. And, and, uh, Dozer's like, it looks like they're getting ready for another, another round. And, um, Ash is like, is that true? And Farfetch just like walks off, and he goes to Ash goes to follow Farfetch, and Farfetch stops him by holding up his leak. He's like, if you fucking follow me, um, and he's and he just walks off, and Dozer comes back into. Are not getting along right now. So. Once again, that's Ash's MO. He he'll he'll catch Alpha Pokemon, but he doesn't know how to manage them. Yes. Oh, Charizard. Um you know, Bulbasaur pushed back on him in a couple different spots. Um I really should have been prepared with more than two examples. <laughs> but um No, no th- those were enough. You're good. I mean, you take my point. Yes. And um, so, I mean, I'm sure we'll see we'll see that relationship evolve over the episodes. But Ozer walks back into frame. He's like, man, that Farfetch'd is a real warrior. And um, he's like, I can tell. Ash is like, what do you mean, warrior? That's a Farfetch. And I'm like, you fucking dope. <laughs> um. And he's like, boy, that far-fetched of yours sure can take a hit. And he's like, that one is definitely worth raising, right? Which infers that even Dozer knows that he ain't doing it. And Girder's like, yeah. And Dozer's like, well, there you go. That's proof. And Ash is like, yeah, I should probably go work on that. And Ash and Cinderace and Go take off to go after Farfetch, which leaves um, Dozer and Girder to say their own goodbyes. That's just rude. Didn't even shake his hand. Um, and we see that Farfetch is just still smashing boulders. And just he's just, I've got, a, I've got a leak, and this is, I'm just going to just fuck. And... <laughs> is that and what he, is, is that what he said? That's exactly what he said. You could <laughs> check the tape. That's exactly. Um, <laughs> and goes like, "This is weird. He just had a really tough battle, and he's not tired." And Ash is like, "Well, you don't get tired when you're almost a leak master." It's like, "Mother, sh- shut up and go train him." And. Farfest is just and oh, I take it back. I'm sorry, I didn't remember this guy getting introduced. Um, 
because then we finally see the mysterious Pokemon that was sitting up watching the battle jump down and is that, and goes like, is that a wild... Um, What's that? Gallade? Gallade, yeah. Gallade. And the Rotom phone is like, it's a, it's a Gallade, the Blade Pokemon. Uh, a psychic and fighting type. Ooh, nice combination. Yes. Um, it says when, when Gallade feels it's necessary to protect someone, it extends its elbows... Uh, to sword blades and then fights. Oh, that's badass. Yeah, it's, it's and badass Pokemon, isn't it? Um, Go instinctively says, "I'm gonna catch it," and he um, and then from off in the distance, we hear, "Sorry, but Gallade is my partner," and and this is the guy that's been sitting that was sitting there watching the battle and he jumps down and um like oh i i see that you're apparently not up to speed and um he's like well i see i was up there i watched the whole battle and um Ash is like, just now? No, the battle that you had three weeks ago. What do you mean? He's a stupid kid sometimes, isn't he? Yes. <laughs> and I'm starting to think I'm starting to think maybe Iris was right this whole time. <laughs> You're such a kid. And this guy who I mean, do we cheat and and, and use his name? Because it's I, he's identified in the uh, caption, but I don't think he says his name. Yeah, go ahead. Uh you find out, and you'll find out too if you're watching it with us and you use the captions. His name is Rinto, R-I-N-T-O. And Rinto says, "Your Farfest is way too uncontrolled," which is what we've been saying for, you know, this whole fucking episode. Um, he's like, it's like it's not even aware of what's going on around it. Which I don't know if I agree with that, but he's like, but it does have power, which everybody in this episode has said, so it must be true. Yes. And Rinto's like, so even without discipline, it won. And and, and goes like, are you offering advice? And Rinto's like doesn't even acknowledge that. He's like, many times I wonder to myself, uh, why do I keep giving my opinions like this? Which is almost the epitome of wrestling Twitter, but I digress. <laughs> um, He's like, but you can't just leave leave well alone. He said, nice to meet you, Farfetch. My oh, son is... of a bitch, I guess he does his name. <laughs> son of a... Well, it's been like two weeks since I watched this episode. No, it's all good. He's like... I'm, uh, he's like, my name is Rento. I'm the trainer of, of this Gallade. He's like, do you want to battle? What do you think? And Farfetch is like, ha, there's only 
two minutes left in this episode. Let's that 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 last battle didn't take me all the way to the end, so let's battle. And Farfetch looks up and he points his leak over at Gallade. And Rental looks up. He's like, "Ha! I knew it." And Ash is like, "You still want to battle, Farfetch?" And then we snapshot all the way to the battlefield again and on one end is ash and farfetch and on the other is rento with his galade and uh, rento is like it appears this farfetch does not see what's really important and ash is like all right then what's so important then and he's like you'll learn in this battle all right galade get ready and Gallade's like, Gallade. And Farfetch, uh, Ash is like, Farfetch, show them your strength. Let's do it. Use Night Slash. And Farfetch goes right up. And Gallade doesn't even flinch. It just puts his hand up right in front of its face and blocks Farfetch. And Farfetch gets bounced back. And his leak is like all staticky. And Farfetch goes and jumps back in. And he's just swinging, and he's swinging, and he's swinging, and Galade is just dodging it, barely, barely moving. It's just like moving his head to the side. Maybe it'll jump here. Maybe it'll put its foot down here. And Farfetch is just tiring itself out. And Ash is like, "All right, double down, quick!" As if Farfetch wasn't already using all of its might to, right. hit, to hit this Galade. Farfetch is like, "Ha, ha, 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 ha." And Gallade's like, miss, 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 miss. And this this kid should be in the freaking Pokemon Championship battle. And, right. and he would have beat Ash easily, but I guess that's the reason he, he wasn't in it. And Farfetch is just swinging, swinging, swinging. And Gallade's like, all right, this is enough. And it just puts his hand up, and it literally swaps, um, slaps Farfetch out of its face. And Farfetch just goes flying back and Farfetch is like, oh, no, you didn't. And Ash um, looks over. He's like, use brutal swing. And Farfetch goes in and uh, Rento says to use false swipe. And then Gallade ends up growing what looks like a sharp blade out of its elbow. And it goes in and it blocks um, Farfetch. And then Farfetch just goes flying back because it, all, of all the power that Farfetch went down to go and hit um, Gallade with, and Farfetch just gets thrown back. And then when it's thrown back, you see that Farfetch's stomach was hit by that blade. And Farfetch is like, oh no. And he's like, I'm not done yet. And it goes over and tries to grab its leak. And as he's trying to grab the leak, he can't grab it. And he faints. And Rental is like, and that wraps it up. And Ash is like, Farfetch, are you okay? You've got to hang in there, Farfetch. And Farfetch looks over. He's like, oh, I can't believe I just lost. But ow, that hurt. And yeah. Pikachu is like, Pika, are you okay? And Go and Cinderace is looking on. And Rento is like, I think your Farfetch has an awful lot of hidden potential deep inside too bad it hasn't found it yet i hope you two will actually be in sync should we ever meet again but shall we go galade 
and Gallade and Rento start walking off. And we are thrown back into the professor's Poke Lab with all the Pokemon. Doug? Yes. And then <clears throat> we kind of have a shot similar to the one at the start of the episode. And then all of a sudden, we see one leak enter the frame, and we see another leak, and we see that Ash and Pikachu are both holding leaks. And goes like, "You, you both have leaks now." And goes, or um, Farfetch is kind of looking on, like, "Those are kind of puny, if you ask me." <laughs> and Ash is like, "We're not going to let it end like this, are we?" And um, he's like, you're going to win the next time we see that guy. We're going to train together. And he goes like, okay, but that doesn't explain why you have a leak. And Ash turns around and he says, Rinto said that we need to be in sync, right? So... If I train with a leak as well, I'll understand Farfetch that much better, which, you know what? I'll tip my cap to him. That makes sense. It does make sense. And go sitting there like, you you really think so? And Cinderace and Sobler are like, oh, that makes sense to me. And Ash is like, let's all be leak masters. And Pikachu jumps up. He's like, I like playing with props. And Farfetch is like, mine's bigger. And then that's the that's the end of the episode. And the narrator's basically like, next time they run into Rinto and Gallade, they'll be prepared for an ultimate showdown. Yes. So good stuff, right? Really good. Really good episode. Good energy. What would you give this episode, Doug, on a, on a count of ten? I mean, on a, not on a count of ten. On a, on, a, on a scale from one to five. And, um... You know, uh, like a really high four. Okay. Yeah, I was really... I was really getting prepared to say like four and a half. It's not five. It's not perfect. And I don't know what perfect would have been. Like, maybe an evolution or, you know, maybe if, if Farfetch. Oh, I mean, because he did four and a half or, or no, fuck me. Four. I'm not going <laughs> to second guess. I'm not, not going to second guess myself. There you go. All right. So you're going to give it a four. I'm going to give it a four. A very high four. Okay. Well, I'm going to be with you, and I'm going to go ahead and give it a four as well. It was a really, really good episode, and I, I think, I think, I think there's going you're, you're going to be very impressed with future episodes. I'll just throw that out there. Oh, like I said, I mean, and I know, you know, we can't put too much stock into the first three episodes of this season, but they have, they're coming out hot. That being said, do you have anything else to add before we bounce off this week, Doug? No, you know what? I don't think so. I think, like I said, I was excited to was excited to review this episode, and I don't think it disappointed in the slightest. 
being said, then go ahead and say goodbye, Doug. Bye, Doug. And this is Professor Chris G telling all of you, do not miss next week's episode because we have another great one for you. Have a good night, everybody.